Thanks for tuning in. This is the Digital Project Manager podcast from the digitalprojectmanager.com. So today is all about the digital project manager name game. That's what we're calling it. We're discussing names or probably to be a bit less oblique, the wonderful range of wonderful and sometimes strange job titles that we all have. And it's interesting because I think our business cards uh, can say different things on them. Some of us get to choose our job titles, uh, but some of us perhaps are just an, a tragic HR accident. Some of us are plain old digital project managers. That's what I've always been. But um, what is everyone else and, and what are they doing? And today we're going to be discussing a little bit about producer and account manager, project associate, project lead. We've all got all kinds of different names. But really, we're really wondering, is there any difference between us or should there be any difference? And or should we actually be calling ourselves something different altogether? That's the name game that we're going to be covering off today. But firstly, a big thank you to Emily Carbonell-Ferguson, who's going to be hosting the discussion today. She's the catalyst, I'm going to say, for the DPM podcast actually happening. She started this job title conversation in our Slack team uh, a few weeks ago, uh, which everyone was very excited about. And now we've jumped on it. And a few weeks later, here we are, episode three of the DPM podcast. But this is our first protocast, or as, uh, as Emily called it, our first roundtable discussion on the podcast. Uh, but which is obviously very exciting, but it might be a bit of a roller coaster ride. This has never been done before, at least by us. So I'm going to hand over to Emily to steer us through the discussion. So over to you, Emily, let the name game begin. Awesome. Thank you, Ben. Uh, as, as Ben mentioned, I'm Emily Carbonell Ferguson. I'm a digital project manager at Mighty in the Midwest. Um, I'm just going into my third year of project management. So I have a ton of questions, which makes me perfect for this role. Uh, so before we jump into those questions, uh, I'd like to just kind of introduce everybody who's here. We've got a great spread of experience and, um, other questions as well. So starting with Patrice Embry, uh, who is a freelance digital project manager and a certified scrum master. Um, she's been in the field for more than 18 years, worked on agencies, corporations, everything between. Um, she's really passionate about project management. And if you've been in a Slack or Twitter conversation with her, you can tell that. Um, you can find her online at patrice.emery.com or follow her on Twitter at, at patrice108. Um, and then obviously we've got Ben Aston, uh, who who has spent the first 10 years of his career uh, at some of London's top digital agencies, including Dare, Wonderman, DLKW, Lowe, and DDB. I'm probably butchering some of these as account manager, project manager, producer, more. He's going to be able to speak into some of those different titles. Um, and after moving to Vancouver, Canada, he led the project management team before moving into product management. Earlier this year, um, he oversees strategy, experience design, and builds teams for FCV Labs. Um, ben is also a certified Scrum Master, uh, Prince2 practitioner. Am I saying that correctly? I've never had to say that out loud before. Uh, and the founder that's of the right, Digital Project right. Manager. <laughs> Digital Project Management blog, The Digital Project Manager. Um, and then we've got Abby Fretz, who is a digital producer, consultant, and freelancer based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, Abby works with clients to establish the best project practices for each unique team, um, manages complex projects, and in some cases works uh, walks clients through the process of team restructuring. Um, so prior to working as a freelancer, Abby worked at Happy Cog. Um, she's a passionate educator and helps run... Uh, 
uh, DPM Philly, a local project management meetup group, um, and uh, finds the best project management practices in nature. (laughs) Talk to her about bees. She's very passionate about it. She's got lots of great thoughts, and you can see some of those bee thoughts on her Instagram account, uh, where you can find her at at Abby Fretz. Um, So let's get into it. The first thing that we started to do when uh, thinking about this whole gnarly conversation about titles, roles, um, and the what that we're actually doing in projects is to just collect a list of all of the names that we could have in what we do. And I just want to rattle through those. Um, Shout out to Rachel Gertz, who helped us to kind of start this piece. Um, She has an awesome project management apprenticeship program louder than 10 you should check it out but we've got project manager which is the the most common project owner project lead project director program manager producer account manager digital project manager senior project manager junior digital project manager project associate success manager traffic manager resource manager there may even be more than that but before getting too deep um i'm curious given your current responsibilities and role uh if if each of you maybe starting with with abby what do you most closely identify with right now regardless of your official title this is a really really tough one for me um i am doing freelance work and consulting i kind of take on a couple different titles depending on what i'm doing i think a senior project manager in some cases um, makes a lot of sense for me. Producer does as well, though I'm having changing feelings about that title, um, which we'll get into later. Um, but I think something like project management consultant uh, makes the most sense for me right now. Got it. Project management consultant. Patrice, how about you? I, If I were trying to tell someone who doesn't know me what I do for a living, I would say digital project manager, just because it's, it, you know, encompasses project manager, which people can usually sort of understand and throws in that digital part. So they realize that I'm not on a construction site uh, helping out there. So I would say digital project manager is what I would bill myself most often. Yeah, I, I would I would say the same and, and for similar reasons. Um, ben, how about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I've kind of moved into product recently, but um, I think the um, yeah, similar to Patrice, I I go for just calling myself a digital project manager. Um, yeah, more than uh, you know, I've been I've been everything from a from a uh, project director, senior project manager, but actually just calling myself a digital project manager um, is something that people. Uh, it's more easily explainable. So that's, that's kind of where I net out usually. Yeah. So, uh, Patrice, just to kind of like orient for those of us like myself, who like I started two years ago in project management and, and at a very small shop that doesn't have like a formal hierarchy at all or, or system for growth for project managers. Um, can you help orient us on the basics? Uh, how do like junior senior project manager, account manager, how do those roles typically fit together uh, as far as like hierarchy, but also growth for an individual? Sure. Um, Well, uh, your junior or associate type uh, titles, some of the ones that you rattled off were junior digital project manager and project associate. Um, They tend to be the folks coming in entry level uh, or maybe with only up to one or two years of Um, experience. Uh, A traffic manager typically is someone who's maybe a little bit lower on the hierarchy. 
Then you move into more of the project manager, digital project manager, um, project lead is sort of in that mid-level. You get then to the senior project manager, uh, a um, a project director is is more of a higher level. Um, Where producer falls is sort of up in the air, um, which we'll talk about soon because it means a lot of different things to different people. Um, even in project manager, that could be someone who's got four years of experience. It could be someone who's got 15 years of experience. So it really depends. And there's not a huge amount of growth there. Um, a lot of places don't even have a distinction of a junior or a senior or even a project director. Um, it really depends on where you are. Uh, account manager, program manager, Um, the success manager that we talked about, uh, you don't see those that often. And if you do, they don't always have anything to do with project management, except for that account manager, which sometimes gets misused and is really uh, supposed to be an account and project manager either rolled into one or a mislabeled project manager, uh, or it could be a full-on real account manager. That always depends. I always I'm very careful to look at the job description when I see an account manager role. Mm, so what would be an example of like the purest form of, of an account manager in, in your experience then? So an account manager would really, if you were looking for bullet points in the job description, you would not see things like manages projects or manages timelines or or things like that. You'd see more uh, you know, bullet points about um, client management and management of the relationship and more overall uh, management of, of you know, a relationship and not just projects. But mm-hmm. if you do see some project things being, you know, kind of popped in there, it could be a hybrid role. And if that's what you want to do, then that's great. Um, it's just good to kind of go through it and, and make sure you know what you're getting into. Yeah. So this is a question to everybody. Uh, what factors distinguish junior from C- P- senior uh, project manager in your eyes? Is it is it just time? Is it number of projects? Is it um, the X factor? <laughs> I happen to think it's time, personally. Yeah, so and that, I, that I two think, to three. Yes, I think I think there's there's time, but obviously um, you can. You could be working for a long time and actually doing the same kind of projects um, in a junior role and then not not really get exposure to the more complex projects. So I think or perhaps even a range of projects. So I think it's um, someone with a diversity of experience as well. So as you become more senior and seasoned, you 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 have, you know, a broader experience in running different types of projects. It might be. You know, as a as a project coordinator or a junior project manager, often you kind of start out doing the maintenance, uh, perhaps uh, parts of a of a work on an account, or you're doing a very small kind of campaign project. And as you progress, typically, um, you'll be, you'll begin to work on increasingly more complicated projects because you've got the experience to be to be able to to manage that kind of thing. So, I think the um, in my experience, it's, it's the as you progress and become a uh, project manager and senior project manager, you're typically working with bigger projects with with higher risk, um, with perhaps more important clients, um, 
and yeah, with, with more resources, um, bigger budgets, so that there's more stuff to go wrong. So that experience of as you when you're a junior project manager or project coordinator, um, you're kind of you're learning the skills to manage and control and lead a project. And then as you become more senior, you're becoming the leader of the project. Um, you're typically not working into someone more senior, but you're you're you know the butt kind of stops with you if a if a project goes off the rails everyone can very clearly point to you and say hey this person was supposed to be project managing it um so i i think there's uh yeah it there's there's kind of the amount of time that you've been in the job but also in terms of experience as well yeah so and a diversity was- of experience and that was a that was a great description. I think Ben. Uh, on top of that, I think just the client facing piece of it. Um, all project managers, junior or senior, should obviously have the have kind of the propensity for good client relations or have the skill set to be able to relate and manage uh, clients. But as I think on top of complexity of project, um, and been alluded to this, as you become more senior, I've seen a lot of people be put into onto projects where the client relationship may also be a little bit more complex um, or just higher profile. And so um, you've kind of developed the skills to manage difficult clients as well, or not even difficult, but just, just more complex clients. Hmm. Do you feel that that kind of distinguish uh, 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 distinguishing factor between junior and senior is very different depending on the size of the shop or or the company they're at? For example, I <clears throat> I'm on a team of like four project managers, um, and it, internally I'm definitely not seen as junior, but in the grand scheme of of project management, digital project management, I am junior. But I do take on some of those more complicated client relationships, some of those more complex complicated projects. Um, is that common for smaller shops? And is it very uncommon in, in larger places? Well, I can talk about the smaller shops. It's absolutely common for everybody to be lumped into uh, the project manager role, whether they're junior or senior or super senior. Uh, everybody's basically called a project manager and the senior gets added on almost as like you know, you've been here a while, we want to uh, reward you with something, here's a title. Uh, but yeah. generally, the, the the people you're working with, the clients you're working with, are not changing all that much. It's almost just like you've reached a, a career milestone, which is why I thought that time is really the biggest indicator. But it does, you know, remind me of some of the other places where I work where that that's not the case. And I think that Abby and Ben have worked for some larger companies where that's probably a lot different. Hmm. Yeah, I think the, um, I think one of the thing that, one of the things that sometimes happens in smaller agencies is that, um, and I've benefited from, <laughs> benefited from this myself, but, um, it's the, uh, in a smaller agency, there's, um, they're very often very keen to keep you and retain you and so there's a there's a propensity for like job title inflation so um you uh, can sometimes get like an incredibly large senior apparently senior team because the um because the small agency is trying to position itself like against the bigger players. Um, and so they want from a client's perspective, they've got this requirement to be presenting the face of a senior team. 
So, mm. you know, they'll want a senior project manager. And, and, and that's, that's another interesting thing, I think, as well, is that clients, um, clients, obviously, if they're working with someone who has a job title that's junior project manager or project associate, um, as a client, I'd be kind of freaking out a bit. I'd be like, hold on a second. Why are you giving me a junior project manager? That doesn't sound like they know what they're doing yet. Or a project associate. Is that, am I in safe hands? So, mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, um, and, and yeah, one of the things that, that we've done in, uh, agencies that I've worked in the past is, uh, we don't actually have, someone might be a junior project manager internally, but we just externally call them a project manager to give them a fighting chance, mm-hmm. um, with the clients, uh, because you don't want them to, you don't want clients to think, okay, well, can you escalate this with your manager, please? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one other thing I was just thinking is that um, in IT, they have a, um, there's, we haven't really talked about it, but um, they often have like project manager one, project manager two, project manager mm-hmm. three, like mm-hmm. they, they're they kind of more, uh, they've got a more clear linear progression. Um, and then they go on to senior project manager, but you can become a, be a project manager for a really long time. Um, whereas in the kind of agency world, I think uh, we have this we tend to have this job title inflation thing a bit. And I think that's partly because we're trying to keep clients happy. Um, and we're trying to keep people, the, 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 the staff, the project managers, um, wanting, feeling like, Hey, I'm progressing. Um, I, you know, I'm, you know, my job title's changing every two years. Um, I'm doing pretty well. So there's a, we've kind of got ourselves into this situation where people keep on wanting a new job title. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And, and it feels like there's an optics thing there, right? Get, our shop has talked about, you know, do we keep the, the junior part of the title only internal, but leverage the senior part of the title to, to show off like, Hey, these are the, the project managers that maybe have a more diverse set of experience, but you don't really need to know who's junior. They'll be, they'll be learning alongside somebody. Um, have, has anybody ever felt held back, um, in a, a project that they were working on or, or something that they were trying to do by one of their titles, um, whether it be that someone assumed you weren't as capable because you were a junior or that you maybe shouldn't be directing work because you were, quote unquote, just a project manager. I don't, this is Abby. I don't think that I have ever felt held back by it, but I have certainly witnessed um, instances with clients where the project manager, because they were, they had the title junior or because they had the project, the title project manager, um, the client perceived them a particular way, and it was detrimental to the project. In a lot of cases, I think um, what happens at the begin- beginning of a project, if a client doesn't understand the role of a project manager, and this gets into kind of being very clear about what these any of these titles uh, mean and what the jobs mean, a client has. Uh, I've seen a lot of clients say, "Why do I even need this project management item on here? This feels like overhead. Can't." Can't designers and developers just manage their own work? Um, and that's a that's again. I mean, that will probably take us in, down a different path. But um, that's just a matter of I think client education. So I think there there are kind of two conversations here. One is does junior um, or associate uh, title really impede the client relationship? Um, and do clients even know what a project manager does? Mm. Do you I will do you say have that a a, a big issue in it, to that Abby in the pharma world. That's a huge issue in the pharma world. So, you know, depending <laughs> it, on what the, you do, it's, it's pretty. It's a pretty 
substantial issue in my opinion. What do you, can you unpack that a little bit, Patrice? Do you mean that uh, people are not cool with a junior, or do you mean that not cool with project management as a line item? Um, not cool with project management as a line item, and that's probably, like Abby said, a whole nother a whole nother discussion that I would love to have actually, uh, as project management is an overhead piece, or why do I have one, or what do they even do? Why can't my account manager do all this stuff? I don't need to know about this. I don't want this on my uh, on my project at all. Um, and uh, you know, it really I think depends on the agency if it's an agency and how they've positioned this before the client even gets to the part where they see line items. Um, but it definitely has held me back substantially in some places where I've been where I'm not allowed to have client contact because I'm. I'm using air quotes, just a project manager. So we should probably talk about it, that at some yeah, point. Yeah, there we go. Podcast number four, Ben. Already <laughs> ready to go. Uh, Abby, can you talk a little bit about, we've, we've kind of touched on it a little bit. What is a producer? What does that mean? And how has your thinking about it, kind of you mentioned, evolved even just over the past week? <laughs> sure. So this is a tough one. I think the term producer, um, as it relates to digital project management, has become, become kind of increasingly a part of the dialogue about title. Um, and I have a couple, a, a couple points about this I, uh, in terms of where it came from. And I think it stems from the need um, to be able to indicate to a client, mostly client, but maybe internally as well to a team, that a, a digital project manager is not always just managing timelines and budgets and making sure things get done. That in some cases, and this is, again, dependent on the agency or the software company or whatever uh, we're talking about here, that in some cases, a, a digital project manager is taking on a role of actually doing some project strategy. So, you know, maybe a little bit of business, um, you know, a business analyst role or or even just having a deeper understanding of what kinds of, for example, what kinds of deliverables make the most sense for a project, um, what kind of meetings we should have, workshops with the client, those kinds of things. So being involved in the project in a bigger way, in a bigger kind of strategic, creative way. Um, and I think the term producer came out in that conversation, in that broader conversation as a way of addressing that. Um, one thing I think the uh, producer would do differently than a project manager if you would have both would would be that strategy piece um, which implies maybe a higher understanding of uh, project management so it might be a more senior role um, the the issue with the term producer that I've seen kind of happen as well though is that it now it now adds another layer of complexity to the title or to the role that if, if a client already didn't understand what a project manager does, they certainly don't understand what the term producer means for a project. Um, so I think that's where my changing feeling, I've been back and forth on the value of the term producer. I very much like it and, and refer to myself as a digital producer in some cases. Um, but I have seen more recently in some of my consulting work that the term producer has introduced both internally to a team and to clients this level of confusion simply because it hasn't been very clearly defined. Um, and the, the, the reasoning behind changing from a project manager title to a producer title um, just hasn't been laid out in a very succinct way. 
Huh. Are you seeing specific types of shops or companies um, using this title more than others? Uh, My guess is is probably smaller agencies. That's where I've seen it the most. Um, I actually, but it would be interesting to really dig in and look at that and see if, see if producer is being used in different ways at a, at at bigger companies or maybe even, I don't even think, I think it's largely digital agencies to be honest and not as much product. Mm -hmm. Um, but for sure, smaller agencies, um, just again, to do that, it's a higher touch. It indicates maybe a higher touch role um, with a client. Um, and so, again, smaller agencies really want to justify having that role um, and having somebody who can be part of the creative team as well as management. Hmm. Do you feel like there's so the, the the confusion that you just unpacked, do you feel like it's about the title or about thinking of a team player making something but not having their hands on design or development or something that is concrete that that people really understand do you think it's it's in the role and what, the what or the title producer I think it's both. I think if people better understood what a digital project manager's role is, you wouldn't even need the term producer, to be honest. If people knew that part of digital project management is actually is being being very creative in the way you're approaching a project and ushering the team through that process of, of making making those creative uh, strategy decisions, then then there would be no need for the term producer. But I also think just like with project manager being associated with lots of different industries, like like Patrice said, construction, um, any number of things. Producer is too, you know, movie producer, um, any number of other industries use the term producer. So it doesn't really actually help clarify anything um, in terms of the industry. I think it it's all comes down to just educating clients about what a digital project manager does and what value they bring. Mm, yeah. yeah I, will, I think... Uh, go ahead, oh. Ben. Okay, yeah. So I think the um, uh, what I love about the term producer, I I was a producer. In fact, being a producer was my first foray, or in my transition from an account manager to a project manager. The step in the middle for me uh, was being a producer. And um, <clears throat> when I stepped into it, I thought it was actually an account management role. I was tricked, um, but I I realized very quickly that I'd become a project manager. Um, but the thing I love about the the producer job title is that it doesn't ha- carry some of the negative connotations that a project manager job title does. Um, and whereas I think the yeah, w- I mean, we keep on touching on this kind of why is project management important discussion that we tend to ha- tend to have with our clients, and when they're arguing, okay, why do why is twenty thirty percent of the budget being spent on account and project management? But the great thing about calling yourself a producer rather than just a project manager is that there's connotations of um you're actually facilitating something happening you're not just in charge the person who's monitoring um the the cost the timeline um the statement of work you're not just a, a policeman uh, and someone who's creating invoices but you're actually leading a team you're pre- you're you're enabling a whole thing uh, you're, you're enabling stuff to happen. You're making, you're making the magic happen. And that's what I love about the word producer is that it feels a bit more creative. It feels more like you're, you're making stuff happen than someone who's, uh, the kind of traditional project manager. And, and, you know, I 
IT project management has got a, a bad rap because of this, but they're just the people who create reports at the end of every week. Like, here's how much money we spent. And uh, that's not, that's a very different role. So I think what, what we do in digital project management, we're actually, we're casting a vision uh, for where a project should need to go. We're engaging with clients and we're making stuff happen. We're steering that, we're steering the project. And it's that steering uh, that I think that you get a sense of in the word producer. And so I think that's kind of helpful in helping clients understand and perhaps internally to um, what it is that, what it is that we do. I recently, that was great. I think that's, that's a much more succinct way of saying, <laughs> of explaining why producers, the title, there are a lot of benefits to it. Um, I just recently came across a job description on Google um, for a what they had called a design program manager. And now, now I'm looking at it and it says UX program manager, but um, it had said producer. And so what it, they've changed a little bit. So um, what the job description says that I really, really like, they say um, combining expert project management skills with a passion for and it was it was design originally, but now they're saying user experience. Um, design producers work cross functionally to collaborate with managers, designers, and engineering teams. So, which I love, it really implies a lot of that hands on with all of the you know the cross functional aspect of the role, um, and and expert project management at the same time. So that kind of gets into uh, ownership, right? And and really owning not just um, establishing timelines and making sure that we're on budget, but thinking about the bigger picture and and what we are delivering it and how. Um, what do uh, each of you think a project manager? Let's let's just use that title for for a little bit of focus. Um, what do you? How would you describe the level of ownership that a project manager should have on a given project uh, to be most impactful and most successful? Um, Patrice, we haven't heard from you in a little while. Maybe you can start. Um, well, uh, I think a project manager, uh, should have a lot of project ownership and they don't often get it. And that can be, uh, a detriment. Um, it can also be somewhat helpful depending on how the project is going. Uh, but basically, um, you know, ownership of a project really helps to solidify the project manager's actual, you know, role in being able to say what gets done. Project management is tough because you're responsible for something, but not people. So you're responsible for the work that everybody's doing, but you can't, you know, you, you don't have any uh, stand to be able to take anyone to task other than for the things they're supposed to be doing. In other words, you can't yell at someone for not doing their job and you can't reprimand them the way the manager would um, because you're not their manager, you're just managing their work. So being able to have more ownership over the project allows you to be able to manage people who don't report to you more effectively. Um, so if you don't have that kind of ownership over the project, you're really just seen as the person that's pushing the paperwork, that's bugging someone about logging their time. Um, that doesn't help you to be able to make really good decisions and be able to convey those decisions to your team. No matter you know, what your role is, there is a part of project management, or there should be for most project managers, uh, there's a part of your job that is really about saying that something has to happen, whether or not you're making that decision or you're bringing in information from your stakeholders or from the other people on the project. Someone has to be able to say, okay, we've heard everything and this is the way we're going. 
And if that can't happen with a stakeholder or, you know, there's too, many, too much disparate information coming in, really needs to come from the project manager. Now, if you don't have a lot of ownership, um, that's going to be really difficult to do. When you do have ownership, then you start having, you know, the, the responsibility for having made those decisions and how that comes back to you. So that's where it can get a little bit dicey if you do, but, you know, the ownership of a project really needs to be with the project manager so they can be effective. I've, I've not been in that situation. I've been in a situation where I've not had that ownership. It's made my job a hundred times harder. So how would you, and, and I'm thinking about like really specific points in a project, like saying that we're done, right? Like saying that something's good enough to ship or good enough to show a client. Um, are those the types of things that you talk about when, when you talk about ownership or is there kind of a, a co-ownership aspect um, depending on the type of work that you're managing? Um, I mean, I think it really, really depends on the, pro- I hate when people say it depends on the project, it depends, <laughs> but it really does. It really does depend um, on what you're doing. I mean, if you need to get sign off from a client that something is working, let's say, as an integration with their systems, you can't say something's done. But if you know that you've delivered everything you're supposed to, especially if you have a client that tends to overreach and, you know, tries to get some stuff that they probably didn't, you know, wasn't scoped for, uh, you need to be the person to be able to say that something is done. Um, you know, in the project ownership role is an actual role in Agile. And, you know, that that's what complicates things as well, um, because there is something out there called a project, a project owner, a product owner. And that is not necessarily the same thing. It doesn't always translate to project management. So, as with everything, it's complicated. So tell us a little bit about what, what a project owner is and means in, in the world of Agile. A uh, project owner or product owner in Agile is literally the person who is able to say, of all the different things in your backlog, these are the things that are important and these are the things that have to be done first or these are the things we're not doing. Um, and that role is very separate from the Scrum Master so that the Scrum Master can be completely agnostic as to, you know, what's being done. They're not looking at all the things that need to be done and prioritizing them the way they want. Um, They're prioritizing them by what the the product owner wants. So they're very separate roles in Agile. And that doesn't always, you know, we don't always have the luxury of having two different people to do some of those things. Hmm. Would you say that it's you've seen more success when the same person is sort of the project manager slash owner or when there's kind of two uh, sort of siloed roles? Siloed isn't a great word, but but distinct roles um, within the team. It really it's if you need a decision made quickly and you don't have time, especially if you're on a distributed team the way I am and I've got folks that I'm working with in the Asia Pacific area where (laughs) you know, our time differences are huge um, and you need an answer done quickly, it's it's great to be able to be the person who is managing the project and can make those decisions. Um, if, you know, if you need to be able to focus on, you know, a larger project uh, and you need to be able to focus on all the different moving pieces for the project to also have to answer questions about, you know, what should be done could be a, a little much. So, um, you know, for me, I would rather be able to answer those questions quickly, 
you know, be able to have a point of view. Um, it also makes me feel more validated as the project manager if I'm allowed to have a point of view and have that be something that's meaningful. Um, so, but, you know, the differences between a product owner and agile is, you know, is, is pretty big and pretty distinct and pretty rigid. Hmm. Does anybody have any sort of like tactical advice for a project manager who's looking to to gain more ownership um, internally? Because I think that that is um, there's there's the external portion of that, which is getting your clients to believe in you. But then there's the internal portion, which can be really complicated depending on where you are. There may be a design director who needs to see things before they go out. Uh, there may be um, an owner that is also a design director, and, and it can be a complicated conversation to uh, essentially ask someone to believe that you can own the project when maybe they think of you as someone who just schedules things. Um, have any of you run into this before? Do you have any advice for a project manager who's looking for more ownership? Yeah, I'll, I'll step in here just for a sec. I think this is, I think this is such a great question. And I think as a as a junior kind of project manager or someone at the beginning of their career, this is the this is the thing that's really tricky to uh, get a handle on. It's the challenge that you have when you're working with a creative director who's very opinionated um, and who wants to take a project in a certain direction, um, normally at the <laughs> detriment of the budget and the timeline, um, and you have technical directors who um, are trying to do things another way and so we're kind of in the middle and um, I think as the it's the way that we can kind of take on more um, project ownership is by having uh, a really solid plan to start with I think when we are able to demonstrate and show the other senior people in the organization and they're normally the kind of heads of department who we're who we're kind of jostling for with a bit for for project ownership um, when we're able to demonstrate to them that we've got a really clear plan and there's a reason for the decisions that we're making so we can say hey we like, yes, perhaps we could spend another couple of days on this design, but do you know what? Um, we haven't really got budget to spend any more time on this. Um, and so let's just take it to the client now and see what they make of it. Um, it it's, it's having that knowledge and the awareness of the project as a whole. Um, that can give you that gives you the uh, validity i suppose when you're having these discussions to say hey here's the direction we're going to take here's why we're making that decision and so um i hope everyone's cool with that and let me know if you're not um so it's having that overall awareness and i think obviously in order to do that as well though you need to have really solid relationships with the heads of department that you're working with uh, because they need to believe you and trust you and you need to inspire confidence in them so i think it's partly a when you've got all your ducks in a row and and people can believe you you're more believable and um you've got you've got you've given yourself permission to lead uh, but it's also a relationship thing it's it's that trust uh, between you and the heads of department that that uh that you've got a solid plan that's going to work that's going to deliver this project successfully yeah i love that and and i think that it it definitely speaks to um some of this is just laying the breadcrumbs for someone to to believe that you know what you're talking about like sometimes i'll ask for advice on things that i really don't need advice on and i have a really good idea about just to prove that i have good ideas right like you you kind of have to show your work along the way especially when you're starting um to to get people to believe in you for the big things for sure um 
so, so Ben, your PM career specifically has kind of gone toward more product management and, and strategy. Um, is, is product management a rare thing for a project manager to move into? Um, are you an anomaly or, or is this something that, that other people could follow? Yeah, I, d- I don't know if it's an anomaly or not. I, d- um, I think um, it's something that I wanted to transition into um, because I think I was interested in being more hands-on, like even more hands-on than I was as a project manager. Um, and I think after lots of years of working with clients and feeling like often they made the wrong decisions. <laughs> I wanted to make some, some right decisions. And, uh, and so it was really for me a, a chance to get, uh, more involved in the, the, again, yeah, the strategy and the formation of a product, um, at, at a more kind of granular level. So I think the difference between, uh, yeah, pro- project and product management, there's, there's lots of differences. I mean, the key difference obviously being that product management is a, is a project that never ends. Um, like it's, uh, you're iterating, you're constantly iterating on it and it's just a, it's just a process of iteration. Um, but as the, uh, within project product management as well, there's just more things to think about because you're, you're doing the job that the clients that we work with would normally do as well. So you're thinking, uh, there's the marketing aspect of it that you're thinking about as well. You're thinking about the long-term roadmap. Um, so you are the, you are the product owner, um, thinking about, okay, I've got a backlog here. How am I going to prioritize it? How am I going to, um, take this to market? Um, so it's a, it's a project that never ends, but it's also, bringing in aspects of the 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 work that our clients would normally do and uh putting on our our kind of client hat so it's yeah it's more of a we're thinking about okay how how directly does this affect the user experience and how might we onboard users and uh, all things that ordinarily perhaps we would kind of be things on the back burner they suddenly kind of rise to the fore so uh, for me, it's more interesting, um, but uh, it's uh, but it's certainly challenging as well. <laughs> Meanwhile, for me, I'd be like, oh, my God, I totally don't want to do that. Just let me do the project. So it really depends on the person. Hmm. I sense a, a, a whole nother podcast for uh, <laughs> career advice, career path <laughs> advice. Um, let's let's finish up with one uh, question and, and kind of solicitation for advice um, that Ben got on on the Slack team, the DPM Slack team. Um, where does a DPM go after they've done six years of digital project management at a high level, uh, two year projects for apps, websites, etc.? cetera? Uh, being promoted to account director feels good, but feels less PM intensive and more focused on financing. Not sure if this is what I want, but surely something I should skill up in. I assume the answer is different to all but when uh you're interested in oh depending on what you're interested in sorry i would like to stay in the dpm role or move to ops at the end always like to end at the top ceo etc is account management a good step in the right direction or wrong Hmm. i mean if if someone i've been a project manager I, i mean i've had all kinds of different roles which is what we were talking about here to begin with anyway I've had all kinds of titles um, and they've meant different things. At one point I was a vice president uh, um, relationship manager. Like who knows what that means? Um, If I were moving into an account management role, if I were trying to like figure out what to do, that would not be the career path for me. I like managing projects. 
I, after almost, it's actually, I said, you know, over 18 years, like 20 years now that I've been doing this. And I don't mind being just called a project manager, digital project manager. You could throw senior in there. That's okay. Um, It really depends on whether or not you are okay with the work that you're doing. And if you really, if, if those types of titles really matter to you, to me, they don't, Um, you know, I don't. I, I like doing what I do. I, I I enjoy the work that I'm doing. So as long as I get to keep doing that, I'm perfectly fine. There are plenty of people though who want to you know advance, and that means you do have to show a progression of some sort. So account management is often looked at as a graduation of a project manager. So I mean, in that case, you're doing the right thing. I agree with you, Patrice. I think um, additionally, though, if we're there, I think there was a specific question there about operations versus account management. Um, they have two very different roles in a lot of cases, and it really depends. I think project managers, though, you have to have a wide variety of skills, kind of a wide range of skills. You know, the people management piece of it, um, operations type of roles. What you enjoy the most, like Patrice said, is really if you want to advance into something more, um, if you love client management and you love the process of business development and sales um, and a little bit more of that side of of the role, then account management is great um, and will will probably be a great way to advance. also, if you love more of the operations side of things, the the business strategy side, then operations is a great way to advance. I think um, there are there are any number of directions project managers tend to take um, in their career trajectory, and it really should be focused on what you most excel at and what what piece of your current job as project manager do you really enjoy doing and do well at. Yeah, and I think I think that's great, and I think one of the one of the things that I've noticed, um, I guess, different to Patrice as I've kind of stayed um, within uh, agencies is that as you become more senior, um, the yeah the distinctions between the different roles become uh, at, actually there, there, there's more overlap. There's more overlap at the top when you're um, you're a senior person who's strategic. Um, who understands how the business works. But from an, a kind of account director uh, perspective, um, uh, what you're focused on there really is understanding the client's business, um, their brand, your understanding and, and your and you're developing the relationship in order to get more business. I think you're 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 all about the client's business, whereas, yeah, as a, a project director, you're more in charge of uh maybe like a, a program of projects for a client or you're in charge of uh yeah multiple project managers who are working up towards you on a on a variety of different projects um but i think whatever whichever kind of route you take whether that's project director or account director you become increasingly focused on okay how are we doing overall in terms of the numbers that we're generating for the agency? Like, are we hitting our targets this month, this quarter, this year? Um, how are we strategically growing the business? And whether or not you're project director or account director, um, and as you were talking about in terms of, you know, you always want to end up being the CEO. Well, <laughs> if you're, if that's kind of where you're, where you're focused on, then it, it's, it's, 
making the right decisions so that you're um, more strategically positioned to be effectively running the business. It's understanding, okay, what client work do we need to bring in uh, that's most profitable? How are we going to kind of tailor and uh, architect the teams internally to be able to deliver that? Um, and you begin thinking about shaping and um and building the agency in such a way that you're best positioned to win work rather than other agencies and also deliver your best work. So it's, uh, you become more strategic. And I think that's the case, um, whether or not you're project director, account director or, um, director of CX, you become, you you have this high level view of, okay, what's, what do we need to do to advance as an agency and, and deliver our best work? And fundamentally, that's the kind of thing that the, the CEO is doing as well. He's just bringing all these senior people together and saying, um, how do we, how do we make this work? How can we be better? So I think there's, um, whatever route you, whatever route you take, I don't, I wouldn't, I would never be worried about, Oh, if I do this, I'm going to pigeonhole myself into being an account director. And then that's the wrong that's the wrong route to take uh, for advancing my career. Um, I found that I've kind of flitted in between um, account management and project management throughout my entire career. And it hasn't really, hasn't really been a problem. Um, even though at the time I can feel, I, I, I know that I felt like, Oh, I'm calling myself a project director now. Does that mean like, is that the end of my client services career? I don't know if any other view, <laughs> other of you have felt that. I, I have not. I really do think that you're right, Ben, that the flitting back and forth between them make a lot of sense <laughs> because they, there are so many roles that have a lot of that overlap. Um, just really depends on, I think a lot of this discussion comes down to the, the value you place in, in kind of title. Um, and in a lot of cases, Title might matter to some people, but it really doesn't. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't have a huge impact on the trajectory that your career can take. Um, particularly in our industry, I know in some industries, title is super important and really is is indicative of where you are in your career. Um, in this case, I agree with you, Ben. I think, uh, yeah, I think that you can probably go back and forth, and it's not necessarily taking on one role doesn't mean it's the end of your your previous role. Uh, or the potential to to go back and forth. Cool. Well, we'll wrap things up here. So. Um, Thanks everyone for joining us, Emily, Abby, Patrice. Uh, thanks so much for being part of this conversation. It's great to understand some different perspectives and, and learn from each other. And if you'd like to contribute to the conversation, check out the community section of the digitalprojectmanager.com and join our Slack team, uh, where you'll find all kinds of interesting conversations like this going on. But until next time, thanks for listening and check out the digitalprojectmanager.com for great project management content.